Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Whoa, let me get this straight, Doc. You built a podcast devoted to classic TV shows? Marty, you've got to think historically. TV retrovision. It's the way of the future. You mean the past. Exactly. I'm Ed Gross, and this is TV Retrovision, the podcast where we celebrate all our yesterdays, today and tomorrow. Over the past half century, there have been a lot of shows named Brady. From the Brady Bunch to the Brady Kids, the Brady Bunch Hour, the Brady Girls Get Married, the Brady Brides, a very Brady Christmas, the Bradys, a very Brady renovation. And now we've got the real Brady Bros. Hosted by television siblings Barry Williams and Christopher Knight, the Real Brady Bros is a rewatch podcast in which the duo view an episode and reflect on it as only they can. As our entry point into The Real Brady Bros, we've turned to Barry Williams, who shares details on how the show came about, while also reflecting on a television, stage, and singing career that has spanned even longer than The Brady's, which is a pretty groovy achievement in its own right. Uh, to start with, I, I gotta ask, and I asked Christopher Knight this some time ago, uh, the same question. I believe that one of the indisputable contributions to our society from The Godfather Part 3 was the phrase, every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Is, is the Brady's for you that sort of thing? No, no, I, it isn't. Um, it, it feels like uh, there has been ongoing and ever evolving uh, 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 change of uh, mediums, of, uh, of, of deliveries, networks, uh, approaches and types. So it always feels like a new adventure. Um, this, the the consistency consistency is with the, with the, uh, with the cast and yeah. the company. Uh, we, uh, you know, we're close. We're very close, like a family, not as functional a family as it appears on TV, but we are very good friends. <laughs> right. And um, so if you start going through um, the, uh, the, the various kind of incarnations of our show from, from its Genesis, the, the sitcom into a cartoon show, into a variety show, into um, the very Brady Christmas into the Brady brides, the Brady girls get married into the Brady brides into the Brady's yes. and books and movies and plays. And even my book uh, growing up Brady, which um, I produced into a, a two hour movie for NBC. Right. Um, so, and that's covering ABC, NBC, CBS. And then outside of that, there have been, other specials like still Brady after all these years was a, a network a special that they had done. Um, then the HGTV series. That was a big uh, deal. Was a yeah. Brady renovation. And that's, that really became a, a big part of, uh, 
kind of a, a new, I think we found like a new audience and reminded a lot of uh, 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 our, our loyal audiences that we're still, still around and yeah. still good friends and, and people still call us the kids. <laughs> I find that hysterical, but it's true. I mean, something about Donald Osmond that doesn't sound quite right. To me. But we're the kids. And I think that, that was also something that was brought out on, on the HTV, uh, a very Brady renovation, uh, which actually started as a special uh, and became uh, like an eight, uh, eight segment stretched out component, yeah. almost a mini series. Um, and that is, uh, all six of us uh, are thriving and, uh, and and getting along, and all three of the adults have now passed. Yeah. So there's there's a kind of a, there's a different a dynamic operating, uh, and we all are very reverent of uh, you know of mom and dad and and Alice and uh, and the significant and I mean significant contributions that they made both to us personally and professionally. Um, they were enormous influences. Uh, as we spent more time together as a family than we did with our own families during those years. So uh, we uh, were around them all day long, every day in all kinds of uh, different situations. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes with time pressures and uh, sometimes uh, trying to overcome maybe colds or sore throats and still have to, you know, perform and, um, and in this kind of professional environment, and uh, they became uh, real mentors for us. And so uh, that's, uh, that's uh, uh, something we wanted to assure and, and, and pay homage to on uh, the renovation show. Absolutely. And you know what's so funny? It's like uh, Bob Reed was so outspoken about how much he didn't like the scripts and working on the show and all that stuff. What I found amazing and I don't know if the story is true or not, but when the Brady, uh, Brady girls were getting getting married, the TV movie was being done. Supposedly, he was in New York doing a play. They weren't going to use him. They were going to use somebody else. And he supposedly bought himself out of death trap and flew himself to California because nobody else was going to give his girls away. Well, that's interesting. I did not know that story. <laughs> Isn't that cool, though? I mean, if it's true, it's a wonderful it, story. It's very cool. I know that... Um, uh, uh, that when we did the variety show, yeah. there was, uh, there was, and that was in 1977. That right. wasn't it. Yeah. 77. 77. Um, so when we did that, uh, a lot of people were saying, Bob is not, you know, like uh, the music man, right? I mean, he's not a, a dancer and singer and that kind of thing. Um, he, uh, uh, but he didn't want anyone else to play Rob, uh, Mike Brady. Right. So uh, he, you know, came in and he did it. It was silly. You know, it was silly the way it was done and all of that. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he was a great sport about it. And, you know, to the point that, you know, I don't know. I don't know that he was always comfortable, you know, doing choreography. But uh, the, uh, uh, he, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't want to give up the mantle. <clears throat> Absolutely. No. And I, and I get that. And then, you know, that, the variety show raises up an interesting, and you mentioned the animated series, well, you mentioned a bunch of the different spinoffs. That is amazing to me to watch how many forms this thing has taken. And I know we were going over some of them with the HDT thing, but it's just historically, it's really amazing. Like I can't think of anything besides maybe Star Trek <laughs> that has had so many incarnations uh, right. over the years. 
you know, as the Brady said. I, I can't. Star Trek is a good example. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and like, uh, like Star Trek, we've been movies as well as specials as well. The only thing, but, but the difference being, of course, we haven't had different cat. Well, well, except for the movies, true. It's, right? Yeah. They, yeah, the movies had different casts. Yeah, they did. And then I think um, there was a silly movie called uh, The Brady Bunch Goes to Washington or something. Yeah, hey, as the third chapter, actually, of the big screen, they, they, I guess the diminishing returns made them go to TV with the third one. Okay. So. <laughs> I didn't get that. Yep. Yeah. So, so with HDTV, it seemed like that sort of reinvigorated, in a sense. Uh, the the whole Brady thing to people and to your to the cast and everything would seem, and I wonder if that had a role at all in sort of the creation of this podcast that you're doing with Christopher. And I'd love to know how that came about because yeah, sure. Um, so we're doing a new podcast called The Real Brady Bros uh, with Christopher Knight and myself. And uh, I don't know that it was particularly HGTV uh, that uh, inspired that as much as it is the medium itself. See, podcasts just simply weren't available before, yeah. and 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 the the, uh, the medium of television is reinventing itself all over the place. And uh, for instance, uh, had we only known when we uh, started our show in 1969 that there would be uh, cable, there would be uh, strip syndication, <laughs> there would be new networks that were dedicated just to, sh to just to shows such as ours. Um, as in TV Land, and Nick at Night, Nickelodeon, MeTV, Cozy, Antenna TV. Right. Um, that uh, and so uh, you know you you want to adapt, and they have they're, they're all a, what I call connection points. Um, uh, to use TV as an example, now I've been the na national spokesperson for MeTV, right. and um, which, by the way, if you don't know means memorable tv it's, i thought i did all not know me. that that's <laughs> all about me but uh <laughs> memorable tv so that um um uh, is a, you know that they on sundays they run four episodes in a row in sequence in order so like we had a three-parter in in uh hawaii right and so they'll run you know the first the second and the third episodes, and then the one that followed that. Oh, good. When we, oh, yeah. So this becomes an event. They call it Brady Brunch. Brady. <laughs> Why <laughs> not? on Sunday mornings, and you can have a brunch with it, Brady Brunch. And so that becomes an event for families. And so that is a way of, of uh, staying connected. Yeah. Families are connected, a family show, and then, of course, we're all part of the family show. So... Have, as all these things have evolved, um, we have had, uh, you know, new audiences. The, the, the show itself, The Brady Bunch, is a multi-generational experience so that grandparents can talk to their grandchildren and that, that there's a, a touch point of commonality, right. familiarity. This is a remarkable, remarkable uh, uh phenomenon and experience um I, I do a lot of live shows um uh, performing singing playing and what have you and when i'm telling stories and telling jokes or, or especially about the brady bunch and i start talking about well there was this 
tiki I wore once when I was <laughs> surfing in Hawaii, and and it seemed like everybody who touched it, something would happen to everybody knows what I'm talking about. Right. Um, if I say, uh, gee, my nose is feeling a little stuffy. I kind of feel like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> People know what I'm saying. You're right. So, um, which is, uh, is uh, uh, very heartwarming for one thing, but it's a, it's a great way to, again, stay connected. So now we have podcasts. Now, podcasts are what? What we're doing. This is a very, you know, intimate, in-depth kind of uh, interview. I would, when I do uh, shows like the Today Show or, you know, Good Morning Chicago or uh, the uh, KTLA News in Los Angeles in, in the afternoon or something like that, I, you know, I'm talking for two minutes or three oh, minutes yeah. and, that, and that's broken up. Uh, and it's generally about one thing. So these are, these are way more in-depth. And a podcast gives you that luxury. Uh, you're not building it necessarily around commercials. You're not building it around uh, uh, around um, any just one specific idea. Um, and so, I, I I hadn't thought of it, uh, but I've been very involved with keep with the brand life of the Brady Bunch because. Well, I'm one of the few that didn't run away from it, and I yeah. always promoted it. And in my many, many uh, cross-country tours, doing plays and musicals and stuff, that I, you know, I'm talking about it. Um, and it was Chris who had a friend, and they were, and and they discussed doing what's now known as a episodic recap. Right. Like, right. That's pretty self-explanatory, but now it's become a whole, uh, you know, a whole a sort of genre of yeah. podcast. We started this more than a year ago. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, he called me and he told me what is the idea was. Well, Chris and I get along well, and uh, we uh, always have. And he said, "Look uh, to his the producer." He says, "You know, if if we're going to do this thing, uh, and it's about Brady." then we really, I, my memories are not all that strong. You know, we should, we should get Barry to come in and, and, and work with us. So they called me and I love the idea mm -hmm. for just reasons we're talking about because yeah. it's, it, it's, it's a connection. It's a, and it's a way of staying, it's a reinvention, if you will. And it's, and it's uh, in alignment with, uh, with, with a medium, a communication medium that evolves. I mean, <laughs> I remember being in elementary school, you know, at the time when we had rotary phones that you uh -huh. plugged into the wall. You didn't plug them in. They were wired, hardwired, you know, to that big pole outside the front yard. Right. Uh, with the, and they were talking about that someday you would be able to pick up a telephone and look at the person you're talking to. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. Sure. How's that going to work? Right. And now here we are. Absolutely. So a podcast is uh, it's for, for me, and, and I think you'll agree that uh, this is a way of, of um, uh, delivering ideas, having fun, uh, going into topics with some depth. Uh, in your case, you're changing guests on a, on a regular basis, but I'm sure there's a certain commonality of themes so that you're Oh, yeah. mostly the show business theme. Absolutely. So this idea of a uh, 
episodic uh, recap was very interesting. Uh, we didn't call it that then because that term hadn't been invented. Right. <laughs> what, what we called, we said, why don't we take an episode and break it down? We can break it down into minutia, the details. And we, we know what people are interested in because we are asked about that all the time for right. 50 years. We've been getting <laughs> the same kinds of questions. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, so uh, we, we decided what we, what we could do with the podcast is not just, you know, describe the plot because that's, you know, that's neither, not the most important thing, but to put a perspective on it. So the idea here with uh, the real Brady bros is we'll, uh, Chris and I will kind of flip a coin, whatever we feel we'd, we'd like to kind of approach next in terms of an episode. Right. And we're not going in order. We're not starting in year one, uh, season one with the uh, honeymoon when mom and dad get married and then going episode to episode to episode. We're jumping all over the place. We third year, fourth year, fourth, second. We've got several done in the in the first year. Um, and largely what kind of <laughs> what kind of drives that decision is um, our own affinity for an episode because Chris knows the episodes that he was in a lot way better than the episodes he wasn't in because he didn't used to watch the show right as kid and and their episodes there's still episodes he's never seen wow so um what we can do is so we, we started, we've been doing a lot of uh, the first eight, nine that we've done uh, were uh, largely, you know, a lot of them centered around him because he had stronger memories. Sure. Uh, about them. So w what 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 happens is we, it becomes a touchstone. We can we can create the year, the age, uh, the uh, sort of a context for each podcast, uh, you know, who, what, when, where, and why. And then in breaking down the episodes, we have the, the formula of the main plot and then the subplot and usually featuring one child more than another, right. our ages and respectively, which is a very significant uh, point in our, in our descriptions because uh, he's four years younger than I. Right. which is not such a big deal now, but when he was 10 and I was 14, <laughs> it's a big difference. Yeah. yeah, then it's a big difference yeah. when I'm, when I'm 17, you know, he's just turning teenager and, you know, coming, coming around. Um, so, uh, and we have, we have perspective because it is a time capsule. Um, the clothes, uh, how we felt about the clothes, what was going on behind the scenes, what, you know, what, what the relationships were, who were the guest stars? What was the message? Uh, uh, of the show? What was there a moral point to it? What the heck does carpe diem mean anyway? Uh, uh, and also some of the mottos that are Brady, which are, you know, the all for one and one for all and uh, promotion of communication and support of one another, uh, the whole sort of idealistic uh, fantasy, if you will, of a truly functioning family. Uh, and so uh, we can put a, uh, you know, how that how that plays today 
or how it might be rewritten. You know, Greg, for instance, is always uh, throughout the show has kind of been known as the ladies man, you know, this stalking wolf, right. as I was dubbed by um, uh, in the Grand Canyon episodes. Um, so and uh, those, you know, that whole persona doesn't really work in today's world as so much because it it yeah it kind of borders on the objectualization of of, of girls for because just because they're girls me too and, anybody right <laughs> yeah right yeah so uh chris is uh very articulate and we um so and so we have discussions about that uh and and this kind of this reference point of uh, episodes that we did as children uh to do it with and that is uh, kind of in a uh, in a very large nutshell, <laughs> what the real Brady Bros is about, and how we've approached it. And um, we uh, so we, we we will take a, an episode and both watch it independently because we record from uh, different areas. Okay. And um, and then we'll take notes on those, and then we will uh, you know trade notes on like what we found interesting and what I remember and what he remembers and the differences of those things and how things were interpreted, even though it was the same experience. Right. And uh, we uh, will research the, uh, the uh, guest stars and things like that, who they were, what they did, what we knew of them um, and then what they went on to do um, and uh, how it impact, how being on our show impacted their lives. Um, everyone from um, um Joe Namath and uh, Davy Jones and uh, um, uh, who's our Hawaiian singer? I'm sorry, uh, oh, Don uh, Don Ho, Don Ho, right. Don Ho. Because well, like like with Don Ho and 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 and, and specifically, more specifically, uh, Davy Jones, who sang you know an original song on our show, uh, "Girl, Look What You've Done to Me." You know. <laughs> Well, that was that became so popular with his fans that that went into into their touring show right. from that point forward for 50 years. And, you know, and yeah. um, it, Davey and I, uh, along with uh, I, I all became friends uh, when I uh, they invited me to tour with him for a summer. Oh, wow. And I was there a la sort of Johnny Bravo opening act, <laughs> like 35, 40 minutes and have some fun with everybody and then come on and finish up the show. But we were, you know, bussing around, flying around and, you know, touring right. for, uh, for three or four months, which was great fun. Not a lot of people know, know that. So this is a I way did. for, uh, <laughs> right. And why would you? I mean, we're in Boston and we're, you know, sure. in, you know different cities, and out fairgrounds and things like that. So, um, um, this, uh, you know, kind of uh, is, uh, it, these are all things that get to come up in the, uh, in the podcast. And it's, to me, it's like doing, doing radio with, you know, all my, all my friends, my yeah. friends have been watching the show for, you know, as, as long as I have. And if they're not that old for from the same age that I started. Right. Absolutely. But you know, here's a question. Like you've obviously the Brady thing you've kept alive for very, for many years. So, I mean, it's really all these decades you have. When you're watching the show and discussing it uh, in depth, like you are now, what are the personal revelations that you're having? And I don't mean about a particular episode, but in general of looking back on those days in such depth, which you probably really haven't that much before. What is sort of the, are there revelations that you're making about yourself, about the experience, that sort of thing? Well, 
I'm, I'm, I'm quite happily reminded of the natural chemistry that we had, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the friendliness and that kind of uh, uh, environment that we had to work in. Um, it's nostalgic for okay. sure. The thing that, that comes to mind, you know how uh, um, people oftentimes will say, you know, is there anything you regret? You know, if you could go back and do it again. Right. And, and, and only liars say no. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I understand that everything is on point and everything, you know, leads to something and, you know, you, that you make the most of that, right? But I, uh, I was a very, very serious young man and a very ambitious one. And I am reminded, and I can see sometimes the, uh, how much uh, intensity I had around doing what I was doing. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, we, I didn't waltz in there to, you know, and learn my lines. I, you know, I was studying that and I was, I was working on it. And, uh, and sometimes with Robert Reed, uh, we would play actor sorts of games where we'd reverse the roles or would, would try and uh, bend the meanings of the scenes and, and change that just by inflection of words or, or by uh, maybe pretending you were upset about something or really happy about, you know, just to, as an acting exercises to kind of just expand and hold the scenes. Well, I took that very seriously. And I think that I missed out on some of the, just, you know, let it go, enjoy and have fun right. um, with, with it. So that, 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 that comes to mind sometimes, when, especially when I'm looking at particular um, uh, at a particular episode, or I'm looking at uh, ones that where I know I wasn't feeling well, like, you know, if I'd had, I, I had strep throat a lot as, as a teenager. And so, uh, you know, I, you know, that doesn't, that, <laughs> the show must go on. So yeah, you show yeah. up and, you know, and you have people with cool towels on that, you know, on the set off stage. And um, it, uh, when I sang, uh, you've got to be in love to love a love song. I, I was uh, not well, I was not feeling well. Okay. And uh, so, you know, I'll see, uh, uh, do you know that song? Got to be Adele? in love to love a love song. I yeah. do now. <laughs> Got to be in love to love a time. Um, so, uh, so those kinds of memories will, will come back and, 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 and yeah, like that. Absolutely. You know, and you also, I mean, obviously all of you guys had the issues of, of I can't hire you, you're a Brady when, when the show ended and all that stuff. I mean, that became, I think, a challenge for all of you. But you don't seem like you ever really got bitter about that, that you kind of went changed, with the flow. Hmm? I, I changed up. I diversified immediately. Right. Um, the, the Brady Bunch, we did musical episodes, but not nearly as many as I, I would love to do a song every, every week, but, um, sure. but which is why I was very excited about the variety show. But I actually was in New York uh, doing um, uh, Pippin on Broadway when that right. call came. And I uh, uh, that was a couple of years before that in 75 i uh was the uh, uh i i did the first broadway national tour of pippin as pippin and that led to an entire adult life of uh, musical theater and theater um uh some 85 different productions over the next 25 30 years and, and a huge part of my adult career um and that was because i knew if i had to make my whole living in television probably wasn't going to happen because if you're not doing a series, there's just not enough guest star roles to do it. And I, and I, and there was a limitation, not, I mean, I, I still worked in television. I did, 
um, uh, Scrubs and I did uh, uh, World According to Jim and I did um, Three's Company and I would, you know, I would do the, you know, the occasional guest spot, but that's, you know, you do three, four, five of those and that's uh, not going to keep me uh, living in the style to which I wanted to become accustomed. Yes. <laughs> Don't blame you for that. But it's so funny then from the fans perspective, because I didn't even realize there were that many shows that you had, had done. So from the fans perspective, it's like, oh, there's Barry Williams. He's back for the Brady's. Oh, there's Barry Williams. He's back for the Brady's. But really behind the scenes, you're living a life and you're living a career that people, a lot of people probably don't even realize how much. Because, it, because it's not on a national platform. And right. that's the difference between, you know, three networks and uh and whatever we have now uh and doing a play right so right so i would do a play you know for a year and and what we got a couple thousand people a night and i do maybe 150 performances and that wouldn't even be a one percent of the people who would see you on television uh every week right so it's it's just a it's a very different medium where you know you're doing what you want to do and as you say you're having a career and you know and these, these i mean i chose that whether it was on television or it was going to be on stage or uh whether it was going to be with a microphone in my hand and um i get to do them all right and have, you know uh and, and i in fact i've gotten to do even more than i than i thought i would in a diversified career of uh I've been a DJ on uh, Sirius XM uh, for the 70s music. Um, I make, I've recorded CDs and I played in the main showrooms in Las Vegas and I've started on Broadway and I've, uh, uh, I've done, uh, I've produced, um, I wrote a best-selling book, you know, yeah. so I've done a lot of things. Many are Brady related, some are not. Um, and that's still going on. I mean, the podcast itself is, you know, that's, that's, you know, a, a, a little bit of uh, nostalgic prep work. And then we do it in real time. Right. So most of them last 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And we talk for about 50, I guess, 55 minutes. And that's all live. And then we just, you know, cut out some of the coughs or wait a minute. <laughs> right, of course. That, a couple of things like that. Mm-hmm. Add some music and spice it up. And, you know, we're off and running. And I'm doing all the other things that I do. Right. Absolutely. And you're given this um, uh, the, this longevity in a career that I think a lot of people who are in a hit show don't get because they're not willing to not be seen on a national platform and, and willing to do. You've been very willing to expand your horizons in such a way that has given you a longevity, the fact that you're still working today so many years later, that a lot of people, I think, miss the point or miss the, the opportunity to to expand their horizons um yes and i've i've embraced the show as a gift to to um uh uh, compel other things Mm -hmm. and and i think um i think i was i'm attached to a good a good brand for that yeah Uh, you know if you think of what the brand of brady is and what it means and and i can tell you that being a brady uh, and meeting people that don't know me, but think they do, um, and are very comfortable coming up like, you know, we've been friends all these years, because after all, I was in their living room. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that uh, I see that little heart light go on, you know, for a little, for, for a bit, you know, and they kind of warm up and they kind of become the person they were when they were watching the show uh, for, you know, uh, 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 
that that time period was coming back from school or originally on Friday nights or right. whenever it was, or because they got the DVD set and uh, and they've been watching it, you know, going through the the, the DVDs, uh, and that's that's a nice that's a nice kind of feeling to uh, evoke. Oh yeah, absolutely. But is that ever hard? The fact is, you you bring up the point about how you're in their living room every week. And I mean, I've spoken to many actors who have, have had to deal with this. Is it hard though, because they come up to you with an expectation of who you are. And, and like you said, I know you said that there are people who don't really know you. They think they do, but is that hard to deal with that? Like you have to be a certain way to make sure you don't disappoint uh, people. Well, it's, it's, it is different for different people and people, some people um, uh, are just more comfortable in public than others, it's just, you know, the way it is. Some, some people want to do the job, go home and not be bothered. Right. Uh, or have the movie and just, you know, I, I know many actors and many A-list or some A-list actors uh, that uh, they love doing the movie and they, they, they dread, dread the uh, promotional warm up yeah. to the, the movie. They just, they just don't like it. I'm not uncomfortable in, in, in those situations. I, I, uh, uh, I like people. Um, so it's, it's relatively, you know, easy for me to, uh, uh, to, uh, you know, extend a hand or, or a fist bump these right, days. These days, right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, but you know, there is a, there is a responsibility to all of this. If you're going to, you know, if, when you assume a, a role in, in people's lives like that, I think there is a responsibility and it's, it's not about, you know, not being who you are so that you can please them. That's, I don't think that's, that's really what it's about, but it doesn't, a smile doesn't take very long. It does. And it's free right. um, to take a minute to mostly people just want to share their experience. So to stand and listen, you know, and I saw this episode and I love this about it and I go, you know, and it's just, I get it. Thank you for telling me. I'm, I'm glad you've enjoyed it. And we and move on. That, that that's not very hard. Right. Um, we were talking earlier about um, about uh, role models, and uh, Florence Henderson was absolutely the best mentor anyone could have for uh, being comfortable and, and yourself in public. She was so gracious. She 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 would well she would stop eating. I I don't always do that. Um, yeah, but she she always gave fans, always gave people that uh, that that knew her from her work uh, or music uh, time, and I looked up to her so much. You know, I, I think, wow, if she can do that, certainly I can. Yeah, and um, so that was a kind of it became uh, became uh, something I could witness, and then it became something that I adopted yeah that's very cool though that that they had real influences on you the the adults in the cast i mean you were talking about that earlier but the thing that that you and bob had with the acting uh i don't right. know where it went beyond that and this thing about florence i think that's very cool that you can have this experience and yet it continually impacts you in a positive way that way you know, so. so at this point you know when you talk about diversity um I live in, uh, in addition to the podcast, I live in Branson, Missouri. Right. Now, Branson, Missouri is in the Ozark Mountains. Uh, most people would have to look it up on our map. Um, around here, 
uh, many people know it. It's a resort community, uh, a very, very large entertainment community. And I came here and did a, a live variety show called uh, 70s Music Celebration um, uh, uh, here for six years. I don't work in Branson any longer. I just love it and live here. Um, uh, mostly because uh, I was doing a, like 125 shows a year in a, in a, in a seven-month period, eight-month period. And there wasn't time to do anything else except. Right. So I, I, was, I was closed off from a lot of national opportunities, such as the Brady renovation, uh, such as uh, blending Christmas, that uh, Christmas movie that we did on Lifetime right. this year. So I'm not doing, doing um, shows here, but um, I continue to work in, um, in music uh, with a trio that I have. Right. Uh, called it's Barry Williams and the <laughs> Travelers. The Travelers, okay. Travelers, right? Uh, the, the hook line being "We travel to you." <laughs> <laughs> nice, because you know it's either that or Road Warrior. You know, so uh, we got electric guitar and I play acoustic, and my wife is uh, plays uh, some uh, uh, percussion and mm -hmm. Hawaiian percussion, and she's a hula dancer too. So we got. Uh, we work that into the, uh, the cool. show as well. Very cool. The sunshine day. And we have uh, different sets of music, largely familiar, largely cover of uh, music from the 70s, sometimes from the 50s, all across the board, but, but things that fit you know, different, different kinds of, uh, of uh, um, uh, moments, I guess you'd say, you know, depending on the party, if you're down at a hoedown, if you're at a... Right. At a yeah, a corporate kind of gig or uh, you just want people to sing along. And uh, so um, we, we uh, do uh, that's, that's been a lot of fun for us. We have a couple of, a couple of gigs coming up. We tend to stay and, you know, in, in this drivable area of, of mine, it's, you know, kind of Chicago down to Texas and, you know, kind of the Midwestern area, mm -hmm. but we, we travel, we're going to Tulsa, uh, in May. This is kind of exciting. I don't know uh, if you know who uh, Danny Boy O'Connor is. Um, I know the name. Uh, he was, uh, he's a, he's a, uh, he was a rapper with a British group called House of Pain, you know, mm -hmm. who happens to be a Brady fan. <laughs> <laughs> they come in all forms. <laughs> well, that, it's interesting that Brady's, they do cut across all of it. They, they yeah. could cut across racial, religious, uh, ethnic, uh, uh, age, uh, you know. So anyway, he uh, was inspired by the, uh, the movie The Outsiders. Mm -hmm. And um, he, bought, he bought the house. Oh, really? Tulsa. He okay. bought the house. Right. So there's The Outsiders. Uh, you know, people need to scramble to, to, to look up this movie and who all was in it. because The Coppola just, movie, right? That's yeah, what talking about? Right. yeah. Or directed it, and you know, it was it was kind of the Breakfast Club of you know the Outsiders, Tom Cruise, and yeah. and well, so many people. Um, but anyway, um, he's turned it into a museum. And next door to the museum is a uh, is a side yard. He bought that, which is right now grass. It might become a parking lot. I'm not sure, but they have concerts out there. Oh, so cool. we are headed out there to do a couple of shows in May. 
which would be a lot of fun. You know, uh, we'll do a uh, uh, show for on Saturday, show on Sunday, late afternoon kind of deal outside and people can enjoy the museum and listen to the music and that kind of deal. So that's, that's, a, that's a fun thing for us to do. Now, the thing about a trio is, yes, you know, you can't just like do, you can't just like practice the day that you're uh, doing a show. You have, yeah. You have to play every day up to it, you know, and every day after it as well. So we uh, even with the pandemic, uh, our band's been able to get together every week and we practice all, you know, every day, or, you know, in between times and bring new songs into it. We're like over 75 songs now. This That part of the pandemic has been great. We've, yeah. Now we got like Gives six, you time. Different sets with, six different sets we can do. <laughs> so absolutely, Travelers has been fun. And um, and then trying to keep up on all the, the social medium things like uh, websites you know um you got I, the cameo I, things right the message the cameos cameo cameo is a very interesting uh company i really like this company because they deliver so well and it's so seamless and it's so easy yeah. for people um and and that what cameo is there there's basically celebrity video messages uh for special occasions they, they run maybe a couple minutes something like that it's a shout out Right. basically uh, at cameo.com uh, you, you you pick you know someone that you like or know or would like you to deliver their message or deliver a message to someone especially uh birthdays and anniversaries special events graduations pep talks um through the pandemic uh, i've done uh, a lot of pep talks but again it's connection and it's very personal and yeah. i mean Gosh, I, I would love to have grown up and been able to, uh, I mean, like I was a, and am a, a big fan of, let's say, Sean Connery, yeah. uh, Tom Jones, um, you know, that guy, you know, could Tom Jones maybe just maybe give me like two bars of happy birthday? That would work for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and I do that kind of thing, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, uh, I'll personalize and dedicate Sunshine Day to someone, you know, uh, the summer sun's call on your name. Lori, <laughs> that's cool. yeah, that kind of stuff. That um, so that's uh, that is uh, that's a regular part of my routine, um, and uh, along with the uh, the playing. And uh, I have a website. I'll, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll plug no, that. Plug it away because you've got to have a place where you can go and yeah. you can see things. So if I'm talking about cameo, or I'm talking about the travelers, or I'm talking about. Uh, uh, personal appearance dates that are coming up that that's all one-stop shopping and it's all at uh it's called barry williams official okay it's called barry williams official.com because turns out there's more than one barry williams there you go and some of them some of those websites you don't want to go to <laughs> i'm sure and I'm uh, very sure. you know and um you know are, are you between uh the ages of 18 and 25 and female and look like you're 12, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So a Barry Williams official, that's, that's the point. But you know, on there, you can see uh, clips from uh, different uh, concerts we've done and uh, for, with um, the travelers and uh, information about cameo and, and uh, oh, I'm in the merchandising business too. Really? So I've got, oh, look I have, at you. Uh, yeah, well, we've got uh, eBay uh, has uh, photos from then and now and uh, uh, good luck tiki's. I say good luck because in the show, the tiki's were bad luck. Right, but exactly. when we went into syndication, that flipped. 
And so, uh, yeah, and photos and folders and, you know, knickknacks and kind of specialty items and artwork. And that's kind of fun too. So those are all things that people can, can kind of check in with. So, you know, talking to you, uh, you know, it just seems like for a guy who's been doing this for so many years, you seem very content, if that's the right word. And I don't want to speak for you. Listen, you know, these are the days no truer words ever said. Yeah. Um, I am, a, I, yes, I'm a very grateful individual. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very proud to talk about what I've done, but I, I think, uh, I, uh, I don't think I've ever gotten too carried away with it, right. uh, you know, or, or, or too inflated about it. I feel, I feel fortunate and, and, and I'm grateful. Um, I'm happily, very happily married uh, for the last five years and uh, I live exactly where I want to be and I'm living the life that I want, that I've always looked forward to, which is on a lake and uh, in the mountains and I hike and I have, I'm a light guy, so I'm out on that and floating around and either pulling people behind the boat or, um, or just uh, throwing an anchor in and reading on, you know, on the afternoons. I don't even go out on weekends because I, I find coves all by myself and just mm. so. And I have a great nucleus of friends here. I don't know if I could ask for anything more except to keep doing it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I, I, I'm very comfortable. Um, I I remain ambitious, but it's all more of the same. It's not really so much as something that I haven't done. Uh, it's, it's, it's another, another uh, way to express it. But I'm always open to, well, as we're talking about these, these new mediums as they evolve and new ways to handle things and uh, perspectives. And, uh, you know, after, gee, I've been, I've been in show business for um, uh, 56 years. Wow. That's, That's a long time. It you is. know, I'm in my sick decade um and uh, and haven't had to you know wait tables to support myself or drive cabs or you know uh, become a moving man I've, you know it's all been in in the business so um i think that alone is something to be grateful for well i think i'll go for a walk outside now the summer sun's calling my name but before I do, it would be great if you would subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star review, and tell your friends about us. Not that we haven't asked enough, but if you're into superheroes, check out the Voices from Krypton podcast. And for fans of the undead, there's vampires and slayers. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.